0: Welcome to the Mankind Podcast. My name is Justin J. Girdler, and I am the host of this podcast. And I'm so excited because this is a space where we get to learn about empathy, where we get to practice the tools of emotional intelligence, and we get to hear about the kindness that men are doing all around the world. And today, my special guest is Raf Robinson. You might know him by his business that he has co-founded with his partner, slab barbecue right here in Austin, Texas. And slab is one of the most banging barbecue places you could ever go visit. They've been featured in multiple magazines and multiple TV shows. And you're just gonna to wanna to check out what Raff is doing to lead his business from a place of kindness and respect. One quick note, today Raff was calling in from a location that was a little bit noisy I edited it, I tweaked it, it's not really all that bad, but I do want you to know there will be some background noise that you'll hear on this episode as you check out the Mankind Podcast. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe. All right, hey, so this is a episode 12, oh my gosh. Uh, this, we're only 12 episodes into this, which is kind of weird to think about, but we've already had some amazing people on the show. And today I am really excited, uh, to get to sit down with a buddy of mine, Mr. Raff Robinson of, um, where do you work again? Slab barbecue. Slab barbecue. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening in on this, Raph's got a big giant slab barbecue shirt on. So it's really, it's hard to miss. I feel like you're always wearing some piece of really cool merch. You guys, have the best merch in town. I, I do have to say, I'm every time I see it, I'm like, oh, it's so good, so tasty. Well, you know, what do you
1: think? Like, we all, for the most part, you know, wear somebody's brand daily, right? Yeah, and, and we're promoting somebody's brand. And so, uh, I made a commitment a few years ago, like, man, I'm gonna wear my brand as much as I possibly can, do uh, it. not that. I, I'm hating on any anybody else's brand. I mean, I like other brands, but you know, this is my opportunity to be a walking billboard.
0: There you go. Yeah, wear what you love too, right? Right. I want to start a brand just so I can wear my stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Slab Barbecue, if, if you don't know, is a huge deal here in Austin. Uh, anytime I bring it up, somebody's like, oh my gosh, I love Slab. You guys have been featured in Texas Monthly, Man Versus Food, Travel Channel, Diner's Dives and Drive-ins like you guys are the real deal when it comes to like what makes Austin food special. I feel like you guys have some really secret sauces not just for your barbecue but also just in real real life. You guys have figured some business stuff out that a lot of people haven't figured out. Yeah, yeah for sure. What got you kind of started in this, Raf? I mean, you have a background kind of, you're a serial entrepreneur. Um, You've been doing that for years. So what kind of led you to this point of being co-founder and uh, entrepreneur that started Slab Barbecue? So if we
1: go way, way back, I would say hospitality is in my blood. Um, Both sides of my family, you know, uh, on my dad's side, my grandmother, you know, she worked for some, some pretty influential families and she, you know, she cooked, you know, for these families. And yeah, I I always remember around the holidays, uh, my grandmother would just be making rolls. She was famous for her, her dinner rolls. And I mean, dozens and dozens of rolls and all these families in San Antonio would be ordering dinner rolls for my grandmother but then on the other side, my other grandmother as well, she loved to cook. She loved to host, you know, that side of the family loves to party. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've had these really strong women in my life on both sides that really showed that spirit of hospitality, that spirit of servanthood and making good food. Mm. And fast forward, you know, I went to college, I went to UT. Studied business economics. You know, I wanted to be a Wall Street guy. At a certain point, I wanted to be Jerry Maguire. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was definitely sold into kind of sports and money. But then I found myself working downtown uh, in Austin. My dad had owned nightclubs as well when I was in high school, and so I kind of saw that side of things. And so I started bartending downtown. Uh, on 6th Street in Austin and just kind of got that uh, I think I started learning a little bit about there was something inside of me that just loved serving people Mm. and service industry just became something that I loved so I wound up opening my first bar at 23 years old uh, and then opened uh, other businesses after that all in the hospitality so I've been a part of hotel projects, restaurants, coffee shops, uh, bars, nightclubs. Um, yeah. Just, wow. Yeah. Um, but what, you know, the consistency among all of them is, is the service industry. I, I love serving people. Um, uh, it's definitely something that makes me come alive to make somebody smile. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the background.
0: Which is fun. I mean, I, I guess, not not funny, but I think when I think of service industry, I think especially in 2021, it's under, it seems like a real crisis right now of employment and different things going on. What's been kind of your experience, I guess with service industry in general, but what's kind of been your experience uh, with that as of late?
1: Well, I mean, it, it's the industry... It is so different now, hmm. you know where, and, and we saw this even prior to COVID, where the industry was going. You see a lot of technology uh, being implemented to where you go to, you know, some of the big chain restaurants. Well, you no longer have that person-to-person interaction. You're at a tablet, even when you yeah. walk in restaurant ordering your food from a tablet. And you know, one of the things that that, that was unsettling for me was man but what about that person-to-person interaction what about the smile of the person on the other side when i'm having a bad day and i go in to a restaurant or a coffee shop you know that that tablet isn't going to make me smile yeah. that tablet isn't going to you know, potentially change the course of my day you know the heart of our business is is serving hmm. uh, you know it's part of uh, everything that we do. Our mission statement is keep it 100. That's 100% customer satisfaction, 100% of the time. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, there's we even have uh, another thing that we've adopted with slab. Slab is a, an acronym, by the way. Most people think it's a slab of meat, but it's actually, it stands for slow, low, and banging because we cook our meats slow and low and the barbecue's banging. Yeah, it is. You know, internally, we use it as a train. And we say, you know, the essence lab is to serve. Hmm. You know, we serve our customers, but we also serve each other. You know, leaders, we want to serve our staff. And staff, we want to serve each other, you know, helping each other out. This is a team effort.
0: Yeah. So, that, so you're saying you, break, you broke slab from slow, low, and banging down to, like, a principle yeah. that you teach your, you teach your team absolutely how is, how do you think well I'll, let me hear about it first i want to hear what the, what what is the la sure so, so
1: serve and then listen and learn you know we get better as a team you know as leaders when we're listening and learning you know mm-hmm. from our team we we have to be able to take feedback from them and, and our customers as well you know, we need to be willing to take feedback and say hey maybe we're not hitting the mark where, where we want to. So serve, listen, and learn. A is our attitude. You know, mm-hmm. there's, we can just take orders and, and deliver food all day, but there's an attitude uh, portion of that, that we say, hey, if, if we have the right attitude, we have the ability to change the course of somebody's day. Mm-hmm. When you, sometimes just a smile, might change the course of somebody's day, Uh, you might have the only kind word that that person receives the entire day. Um, And I've seen it play out in in other businesses in this business where somebody comes back and says, man, you, you don't know how that little thing that you did affected my day or my life. Oh, wow. I've seen lives literally change based on how we serve the attitude that we presented
0: i think i think all of us can relate to all of us can relate to having our our day ruined by bad a bad attitude showing up at the wrong moment just being like oh we can fixate on that but it may not be every day that somebody comes and goes thank you so much for smiling at me today but you have some people who they recognize like that's been a difference maker over time. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing that you guys train yeah. on that. And those are the gems, man, that
1: we, that really charge our batteries. When we mm-hmm. get those emails uh, or those reviews that come in where people say, Hey, like this was more than just good food. Like, man, you, you guys cared for me. Well, I was served well, mm-hmm. that one person went out of their way to, to help me out. That's what really charges our batteries. Yeah, Yeah, and then the the last letter in that is the B, and that's to bust your ass. We're hard workers. You know we we want to make sure that everybody on the team is carrying their weight, and that's top down, right? And so for us as leaders, we're going to bust our ass to to say, hey, look. I'm going I'm willing to jump in, take out the trash, clean up a spill, do whatever it takes, right? Yeah. Because no, there's no hierarchy here, right? This this is this is a matter of a team effort to to accomplish the one goal. The one goal is to keep it 100. Hmm. So if everybody is doing whatever it takes to keep it 100, then that's success.
0: Yeah. I got several questions based on that. Cause like bringing it back to kindness, you, you have a business where you're teaching. And this is why I I was hearing what you were doing. I was like, man, I want to have you on the podcast so bad. You're teaching your team members in the food industry, which is not known for, sometimes you get those like, oh my gosh, that diamond in the rough waitress who like made, made, made your day. But a lot of people in the food industry aren't known for what you're describing but i think a lot of business leaders people who own restaurants and own they they want that for their team right yeah so how i guess first of all how did you how did you start that process of like building that culture cuz i think some people will hear that and go man if i if i had a culture like that yeah then that would be easy i could i could do that but it, you weren't just handed it like you had to figure out how to build that culture what was that process like
1: in our employee handbook there's one thing that we have that we say is non-negotiable and it's kindness and respect. Hmm. Those are, I guess that's two things, but it's one sentence.
0: (laughs) One sentence, two things,
1: yes. (laughs) One sentence, two things, kindness and respect. Those two things are non-negotiable. And so we, if we say that that's a culture and we live it out, then that, that's how we do it. Yeah. right? Is we say these things are non-negotiable. Kindness is not an option. Respect is not an option. Uh, and so that's, that's how we do it. And we've had to, you know, part ways with people that couldn't subscribe to that.
0: Yeah. That's, and it's pretty you bring that up. Cause that was my next question is, but for the employees who were there, and enjoying it, what's kind of been the fruit or some of the stuff that you go, man, this is why it's worth it. Um, I know like a lot of it has to do with the pandemic and how you guys have thrived in this, but we'd just love for you to kind of share like, this is the benefit of having built this kind of culture. I mean, the the first thing that
1: comes to mind is,
0: you know, we've had
1: multiple people that have shared, this is the closest thing to family that I've ever had. Mm-hmm um when (laughs) when you're able to love people to where they feel you know when we think about family right family is is, I think it's if it feels like it should be something that's beyond uh superficial um connections right there's this deeper connection there's this um, bond that we're in this together life we're in life together it's not we're co-workers we're doing life together and when somebody says hey I feel like I'm doing life like you guys make me feel like we're doing life together because you care about me as a person more than just an employee and I care about my team and I care about this job more than just getting this paycheck that's, man, that's where it's at. Like that's the measure of success uh, or, or at least one of the measures of success to say, man, like if we're in the people business and, and somebody says they feel like this is their family, you know, more than, than the blood relations that, that they were born into, like that's powerful.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And then my last question is there's always kind of this pass it on, piece that I love at the end of the show where I'm like, man, who's doing something amazing right now that you think, man, they should be, they should be next on the show or you should go talk to so-and-so about what they're doing over at whatever place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I would say Saul Paul. Uh, yeah. he is a, a, a local rapper, uh, yeah. Grammy nominated, uh, multiple times, but, he he got another Grammy nomination this year, um, and you know he's he is a I think he says he is a uh, a musician with a purpose, mm. and he has really done some incredible work and in just using his talent again to be impactful for a greater purpose. Uh, That's awesome. And- I love watching, you know, what that guy is doing, you know, in terms of just hustle, you know, he, he's, he is on his grind, you know, as, as much as anybody I've ever seen his mm. spirit. Um, I mean, he's a talented musician as well, but to, to an, an incredible story. I mean, this guy's an, an ex con, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, to a published, you know, um, author and, you know, motivational speaker and Grammy nominated musician, like just an incredible story. Um, so, yeah, he's he's definitely somebody that and I, I, I've got much, much respect for.
0: Love it. We'll have to I'll have to I'll check him out and then I'd love to get him on the show sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Raf. thank you so much, man. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, I I love, and I've learned some new things about your business. You know, as long as I've known you, I feel like I know the story of Slab, but then you kind of opened up the book a little bit today. And I was like, oh, dang, I had no idea. That's what was going on. So, man, really proud of your work. Um, Proud to call you a friend, dude. Same, same, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for what you're doing. All right, brother. Cool. All right, bye peace. Well, my interview with Raf went by way too quick and uh, good news for you. We have a full length version coming out next week. So again, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can hear that full episode. We go into the details of what it's like to really work with a difficult employee and how to sever a employee connection without severing the actual relational connection uh, with people when you're working with them. So huge, huge, huge uh, input on that, as well as what Slab is doing to give back to the community and things that Raf and his partner Mark are up to with their business. You're not going to want to miss it. So hit subscribe, check out that full length episode. And again, this has been an episode of the Mankind Podcast. So choose kindness, because when you do, the world gets better.